You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a super special episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast because I'm on location at the world debut of the brand new 2023 Ford F-150 Raptor R. That's right, the V8 powered supercharged off-road beast of a truck. Uh, And I have uh, the program manager for F-150 Raptor, Tony Greco with me. Hey, Tony. Hi, Andre. It's good to see you. You're the friend of a show uh, (laughs) because a year and a half ago, you and I were here in Michigan, and we were talking about the third generation Raptor. Yep. And now you've taken it up, what, another, what, couple notches maybe? Yeah, this is where, uh, this is where the, the journey has brought us um, with uh, the Raptor R, which uh, really is the, you know, the pinnacle of, of the, the Raptor brand at the moment. It's, um, it's it's something that we feel like delivers the vision of of you know always getting closer to the trophy truck performance um, and bringing the power into an already uh, well established um, well designed chassis that we launched last year in the Gen Three uh, Raptor. Super exciting. Yeah. So basically, well, let's just go over all the specifications so uh, people kind of know the story behind it and some of the numbers and data. So Gen 3 yep. um, chassis, basically, which means obviously uh, the frame yep. is basically the same. It's 37 inch tall tire uh, only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Fox live valve shocks. Yep. There's something under the hood. There is the five, there, 5.2 liter supercharged V8. There is something under <laughs> the hood and I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, it, it really does start with kind of the Gen 3 37-inch uh, tire package, um, you know, configuration that we launched last year. So last year we, you know, we we showed in in um, in the reveal in the in the media um, uh, events that we had. We had both a 35-inch and a 37-inch yeah. V6 EcoBoost Raptor. Yes. Um, and so what we did here was is we took the 37-inch uh, tire uh, configuration of the V6. 
which came with the five link that we brought in in Gen 3. It came in with the advanced uh, uh, live valve shocks. Those were the kind of the second generation live valve shocks uh, that came in. And then as well as, you know, lots of wheel travel that we brought in in Gen 3, right? We, on the, on the 37, which is equivalent between a V6 and a V8, mm -hmm. right? We had, you know, 13 inches in the front, slightly more than 14 inches in the rear, right? All of that goodness in the chassis that came last year is really the start point for, uh, the Raptor R, mm -hmm. right? Before we get to the engine piece of it, right? That's kind of where the start point is. Standard with this, this configuration is going to be standard with the 37s, bead locks. That's, a, yeah. that's, that's how we wanted this truck to be. We want it, we want it to be, you know, the ultimate kind of uh, Raptor. We want that to be, you know, the ultimate performing Raptor. And you do that with a 37, you do that with that chassis. Okay, and then you took the EcoBoost high output, EcoBoost out and you put in a 5.2 liter supercharged V8, which is similar to the one in the Mustang GT500, but it's not identical, right? Well, it's, it's you know, that, that, that engine is, you know, well understood. It's been developed in the same building that we sit in and, you know, those guys sit, you know, near yeah. us. And so it's, it's something that we've always kind of had in the back of our minds that we'd like to put that engine into a Raptor at some point. I think that, you know, as we kind of, you know, came from Gen 2 into Gen 3, we understood that to do that correctly, right, it would probably have to be on a, on a rear uh, suspension that changed from the leaf springs to a coil rear. So once the Gen 3 kind of was off and running and we, then it was time to talk about, okay, let's bring the Shelby motor over. When we did that, right, we, we start with the basic um, uh, a premise of a Shelby motor, obviously then, you know, we go through and we spend a lot of time with the air intake system. We make sure that the exhaust is, you know, correctly configured so that the engine can breathe. That's, it's a monster of an engine. It does provide a, a ton of power. Want to make sure that it, the, the engine is breathing properly so that we can get that power to the ground. Um, beyond that, right, we also spend a lot of time, Andre, making sure that the driveline is properly um, you know, configured. Um, we spent some time, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, as we kind of tested this, this engine in this truck, right, and put it through its paces in our testing environment out west, right, where we do all of our Raptor testing, um, making sure that the driveline is, is going to be able to handle all of that power. And we, we went through and made, you know, some changes to the, to the front axle, to the, you know, yeah, to the, I don't know the if we'll see it, but, but yeah. there's a lot of skid plating. There's a lot here. of bad. There's a lot of bash plate right there, so it's <laughs> going to be tough to see. But lot, uh, you know, changes to the front axle, drive shafts, the transmission obviously underwent some changes for with the torque converter, with the extra torque that the big motor brought in. But for the most part, right, that's where we spent our time. This truck is all about what's under the hood, right? It's it's less about giving it an aesthetic look that's radically different than than something of the gen 3 raptor we're super happy with how the gen 3 raptor um, came out aesthetically uh, we didn't want to go down the path of making too many changes this is all about what's under the hood so 700 horsepower and 640 pound feet of torque right. um, so more torque definitely because trucks are about torque right uh, lower end torque uh, but 700 horsepower why didn't you go like 800 or 900 
<laughs> well, how, I was, think, how was this I think tuned? That, I think, yeah, I think in the end, right, I think just, you know, 700 is a number that was always kind of the, the number that we had in mind, and we landed right at that number. Um, and I, I think that it's, it's, you know, walking from 450 uh, of the EcoBoost, right, 700 is is really something that you're going to notice a ton of difference it, the, the driving dynamic of this truck is is different than the the ecoboost um, i think that it's the right amount of power um, you know this truck is for those select customers that have been asking us in not so subtle ways over the years <laughs> yes. hey when is a v8 coming back into the raptor and this kind of answers that question that you know like hey um, there's a small group of folks out there that really want the most capable Raptor like that's ever been made and that's that's this is for them for many 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 customers who want to go out and do occasional enthusiast type of off-roading the v6 the EcoBoost um, is a really really well-balanced truck that you know I'm, I'm personally a big fan of yeah and I mean for me I'm not a Baja racing driver but for me even the 450 horsepower is is good for my skill level yeah so again we i've spent enough time i've been fortunate to spend eno enough time in in both of the of the configurations and i would say that the v6 will accomplish everything that most are trying to do off-road it's super fun uh it's well balanced it's predictable um and it's a it's you know something that if you bring it off-road it's credible it you can do everything it's fast it's comfortable right this one just has a different, a little bit of a different character. It's, it seems like it's got infinite power and torque. And so once you get into that kind of loose dunes sand that's yeah. out, you know, and you spit, you know, you get to spitting up some sand, it, it really does shine in that environment. And um, I, you know, obviously the supercharger is super, super nice and super fun to drive. And, you know, it's got, it comes with the V8 sound, which a lot of people are, are really, are really asking for. Um, but it's uh, I, it, two different trucks, but they will accomplish the same thing for 99.9% .9 of the folks out there. If you're like me, you're probably wondering what's happening inside the engine, more details about the 700 horsepower monster. So I'm going to go to a slightly different location uh, here in Michigan and talk to one of the guys behind the design of the engine, Brian Lazat, to learn much more. So let's go check it out. All right, now we're next to the engine and I have Brian. Brian, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I am Brian Lazat. I'm the design supervisor for the 5.2 supercharged engine. I've been with the program since the inception and I've uh, had the pleasure of working and delivering such a premium product. Well, good. I'm really glad you're here and, and the engine is here so we can take a detailed uh, deep dive into it. Mm -hmm. um, so the 5.2 supercharged engine, uh, a version of this uh, also known as Predator sometimes. Correct. I still uh, like to refer to it as Predator. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool name. It's a strong name. Yeah, it's a very um, strong name <laughs> that we collectively agreed on for the architecture. So S please sweet. continue to use Predator. That's All right, there you have it. The Predator. <laughs> and now it's going into the Raptor R. Correct. So, so here's what I want to get to the bottom of. of. Of course, kind of talk about the design of this engine for those people who may not know, mm -hmm. but also how it differs from the one in the GT500 Shelby as yeah. well. 
Yeah, so I like to kind of call it an evolution of the 5.2 that's in the, the GT500 uh, Shelby product. Uh -huh. um, we did do some optimization work specifically for the truck package. So one of the key things that we've done to tailor the torque curve is the supercharger pulley. We have reduced the diameter of the pulley um, by about 7%. Uh, so to get the torque curve response and powertrain matching for the truck application and its off-road duty cycle. So the torque has come up at 640 pound, pound feet of torque. Yeah, at a lower RPM. And yeah. what is the RPM? Can you kind of describe briefly? Yeah, so how, like what this allows us to do is fill in, I'll say the mid-range of the torque curve uh, where the customer spends a lot of time with this application. And um, it's at 4250 where the GT500 was at 5000. So it pushes it lower and increases it by, you know, 15 to 20 foot pounds in that range. And then the top end, the 700 horsepower, how does the horsepower curve, uh, how does that look? In? Um, the horsepower peak for this application is at 6650. Okay. So it is lower than the GT500 application. Um, and the red line is 7,000. Well, for any pickup truck, by the way, yeah. those are high RPM those numbers. Those are good numbers. Yeah, yes. those are good numbers. So uh, this engine is not like, you know, a lugger. No. It's, it's, it's a rever, right? It's, uh, well, this, in general, our dual overhead cam V8s have always been high revving by design yeah. and purpose built. You know, we were able to deliver a very power dense, high efficiency engine in a very small package, right? It's all aluminum intensive, lightweight, um, spray bore technology used to reduce weight of the overall engine system. So it, it's really a very compact, efficient, power dense unit. You know, we, we deliver a very competitive horsepower number with 5.2 liters of displacement. Right? Gotcha. And so, so let's kind of talk from the bottom up, right? So this is some, so the GT350 Mustangs had a flat plane uh, crank. Correct. Uh, this, is, this is not it. This is a cross plane okay. crank application. Um, what are some of the trade-offs, I guess? Uh, you know, that's a long, long story. story, I guess, yeah. per se. Um, the flat plane crank was done for very specific reasons for that GT350 application. Um, a lot a of people like the revving. sound quality of yeah. the firing order associated with the yeah. flat plane crank. Um, it does perhaps allow a little bit better breathing and pumping work uh, at the higher speeds. With this supercharged application, you really don't need to spin it to the types of speeds we did on, on Voodoo or GT350. Um, you can achieve a much uh, desired power curve at a lower RPM. So we, we went with the cross plane crank for, for a lot of reasons, um, mostly around durability and just the compatibility with the firing order that we wanted to use for this application. Now tell me about the supercharger, just kind of the working volume and... Yeah, the supercharger is a 2650 Eaton um, unit. Uh, it's the same partner we had for GT500. Uh, it, it's basically an evolution of that unit where we did make the pulley change that I mentioned as well as some badging revisions specific for the truck, but essentially it's the same unit. And it's intercooled? It's an intercooled just under the, the supercharger lid here. There's a, a charge air cooler that has its own cooling loop 
right? Uh, low temp radiator circuit uh, for cooling the charge going into the cylinders. Very, very cool. Uh, now, what about like exhaust manifolds? Did you change that for the truck application? Yeah, too? exactly. So these are um, cast stainless steel exhaust manifolds with their own dedicated heat shields. Um, the cast stainless was done primarily for the truck durability and um, you know the, the types of mass flows and temperatures we're running uh, on an F-150 Raptor, Raptor R. So um, they are optimized for this application and they're premium cast stainless steel. Um, we've also done a deep sump oil pan for this application. So the uh, oil pan is different? Yeah, the oil pan is different. It's um, deeper and allows, you know, for this specific duty cycle of off-road and the types of maneuvers that the Raptor R will do, it gives us added functionality there. And also some of the angles, right? Yeah, At the, exactly. the off-road angles? Exactly, yep. What, what's what's up here? Um, is this um... this is uh, specific for the truck application? We tie the the engine oil cooler, which is this bar plate aluminum design, um, into the vehicle cooling circuit to maintain proper oil temperatures under extreme towing and, and other operations. Because this puppy will tow eighty seven hundred pounds. Correct. Too. Correct. Yeah. Yes, that's a slight increase over what the base um, V six Raptor will do. Uh, so it's extremely capable of towing your vehicle um, or trailer or whatever you choose uh, to do. And then we also um, have tuned the uh, aluminum viscous damper um, specifically for the truck application and the powertrain um, matching with the automatic transmission, the 10R that goes behind this. So Good. that's uh, new for this application as well. And, I mean, those are kind of the highlights. Um, what about like the uh, like the pistons, the rods, and for those people who may not know? Uh, yeah, the I'll say the long block is essentially the same as the uh, GT500 engine, right? We um, because I mean I think that product has been very well received in the yeah. marketplace. Um, and there's really no reason to change it. We're leveraging the, the designs and manufacturing that was already developed for the base program or the, the GT500 program. And can you kind of point to a few more components like, I mean, uh, kind of the spark plugs or inject injectors or? Uh, it's a PFI injection. So the uh, fuel rails are here and your PFI injectors are uh, mounted uh, directly into the intake ports on the cylinder head assembly right along this area here. Um, similar on this bank, you, you know, this is the inlet from the chassis fuel lines and then your PFI injectors are directly into the banks. The coils are mounted under these um, um, covers there uh, and the spark plugs are you know, similarly yeah, located in the cylinder. This is your access to the dipstick? Yeah, that's oil? the dipstick um, with um, the underhood package and how tall this vehicle is, we tried to put it in a location that was accessible for the customer. Um, and that's why it's somewhat prevalent and pointing forward in vehicles, so it's easy access um, for the customer. Um, and the aluminum, aluminum Aluminum high pressure die cast of covers, uh, which are the same as on GT500. Um, 
aluminum cylinder heads, aluminum cylinder block, aluminum oil pan. Again, very lightweight, very efficient package for the power density that we're getting. And uh, the blower itself, the supercharger, is it the same volume as the GT500? Yeah, it's, a, it's essentially the same unit yeah. with a pulley change. Yeah, right? the pulley so change. So it's a 2650 Eaton. Yeah. Uh, it's manufactured in Athens, Georgia. Um, we've had a really strong partnership with Eaton for many, many years on the supercharger systems that we use in our products. So. I gotcha. And then, so these engines, these supercharged 5.2s, the Predators, have been built at the Romeo facility in Michigan. Uh, and uh, now that's so, now it's going to be built in uh, Dearborn? Yeah, correct. We, we are putting in a, uh, and launching it concurrent with the Raptor R, um, a a new niche assembly line that um, takes all the learnings and, and, and lessons learned that we've achieved over the years on from the Romeo product and translated that into a new assembly footprint at the Dearborn engine plant, which is right next door or right down the street, so to speak, from the Dearborn truck plant. So it's in the Rouge, yeah. um, bringing Close. it back to Dearborn Close, right, yeah. right next door, basically. So there was a lot of strong you know, reasons to do that. Um, in, in launching an assembly line there. Did you get to uh, go, go in the, into the field with this engine, uh, kind of test it out in the truck? Or? Oh, absolutely. It's gone through the same rigorous um, validation that we do with all of our products. And we were able to build on the foundation and had a very good understanding based on the GT500 launch, right, and, yeah. and customer usage in the field. So, but, but yes, for the truck, it has gone through all the rigorous DV that we would do on any other program, and then some, <laughs> given, the, given the nature of this vehicle. So, so, totally, totally. Yep. So, uh, I guess, what, what are you most proud of, or what are you, what are you happiest about? Oh, well, I'm very happy with the performance attributes of the engine, right? And I guess most proud of... Um, is really the way the entire Ford team and the engine team in particular have been able to deliver, you know, these halo engines um, given the environment that we've been in in the last few years, right? We, we've been able to continue to deliver high quality, high performance uh, V8 engines for our customers um, with, you know, a very challenging work environment, I'll just say it that way. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. Um, really cool to learn about this and kind of get the perspective of the character of this engine before I drive it, because I haven't driven the Raptor R, Right. Honestly. I think they have some events coming up in the near future where, the, where the, the team will be able to drive them and actually get in and experience it. But you'll be thrilled. It, it really is a great performer. Um, I don't know if they started it up for you while you were We did, out there. we heard it. I love that exhaust yeah. note. The exhaust, I, I really think it suits the character of the truck and, and really emphasizes the, the powerfulness of the engine and the, and the V8 going back into the Raptor R. That's totally cool, yeah, and the, the exhaust also has the valves in, in it, so you could adjust yeah. the sound of sound, it. Yeah, it has the quiet mode, which is neighbor friendly. <laughs> yeah. When you start it up in the morning, yeah. it's really... And the, but then you also have the options uh, for the other modes as well. So let's let's walk around the side of it a little bit, because so um, adding the V8 in the supercharger adds a little bit of weight, right? Mm -hmm. So but and you're starting with the 37. So how how did the weight change and what did you do to the suspension? Did you have to do 
um, something there to yeah, so let change me, it. Let me take the suspension first. I mean, in you know this, it, you put a new engine. It's a just it creates a, a different character in in the truck, right? So we went through and and you know retune the 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 shocks. Those the shocks, you know, we start from the 37 inch uh, EcoBoost configuration and retune from there. Um, we made a, a spring uh, rate change in the front minor just to accommodate the the difference in weight between the two uh, between the two power packs. In the end, the this this V8 is super weight efficient and um, you know it's only adding a less than 100 pounds you know just about it let's say you know okay. somewhere between 80 and 100 pounds to the to the truck so you know that's the thing too Andre is that we've had really good uh, power to weight uh, ratio from you know from really the very beginning of Gen 2 when we migrated to an aluminum body, right? And so we 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 kind of we talked about that in Gen 2 about that that you know that weight gain that weight gain or that you mean that 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 uh, weight advantage that I weight would say. advantage yeah. right? that weight advantage really hasn't gone away even with the V8, and so it, it remains a very nimble uh, a truck, and now you have a very that nimbleness and you have a lot a lot of power under the hood. So the curb weight is just a hair under 6,000 pounds. Correct. And, and there are not many options. I mean, you kind of check a box for the Raptor R, right? And you may choose a panoramic sunroof or not. Yeah, the Correct. Vista roof, I believe, is, is the, the only option in this configuration. And we've done that just because this is the very high-end um, Raptor. So it's got all of the... Um, uh, it's got all of the content that you can you can get in a, in a in a Raptor available as standard equipment. Okay, and we'll talk about some more specs and pricing at the very end as well. Um, so let's take a look at the inside. Um, obviously, you know the Raptor steering wheel is there with that marker on 12 o'clock, and um, the seats are Recaros. Um, and there's Raptor, you know, the R is highlighted, obviously, it's an R. Yeah, again, so we, we wanted to, you know, we wanted to be, you know, we wanted to differentiate the truck, but we wanted to do it in a bit of a subtle way, right? So both on the interior and the exterior, there's just hints of, of the kind of the code orange, which to us, you know, signifies, you know, the desert and, and maybe like a tie back into a Gen 1 Raptor when the you know the the launch color was a uh, uh, that, that kind molten of orange. Yeah. orange or red right so it's kind of a kickback to that so we've colored the red the 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 r to kind of give that that symbol that this is not a regular base raptor if you will it's a raptor r so we've kind of done that treatment we've changed a little bit of the look on the interior and really darkened it because the customer continues to tell us that this is the kind of truck that just you know that, that black resonates the most right so, so you can see, you point yeah, point yeah so you see lots up. of you see lots of appliques that have changed uh from you know they're typically darker also in the uh in the in the ecoboost raptor yeah. as well but we we've kind of gone to black um, and so you'll see that touch. We've changed the carbon to a triaxial uh, carbon design, uh, different than we had in the uh, in the EcoBoost Raptor. And we've basically darkened the seats to almost black on the uh, on the Recaros. Added some Alcantara uh, uh, touch to it. D really, just 
tried to keep this truck all about what's under the hood. Now I will show you one thing that we did do, Andre, is, is yep. that, you know, the treatment is obviously very similar, right? Where you kind of just, all of the R's and the Raptors will turn code orange to again, signify that you have a Raptor R. We've added the R to the grill, which is, you know, something that we don't have. We don't normally uh, badge the grill on a, on a base Raptor. The tow hooks are in that code orange. But one thing we really wanted to do was give a different surface, a different shape um, to the to the hood vent. You know, this is still a very functional vent, just like it is on the V6 uh, Raptor, right? It does extract air from the engine compartment, but we made it taller and we made it bolder because again, right, it's about what's under the hood. And I think uh, something like this really does signify that there's something special under the hood. Yeah, and the, you have the decal package kind and, of. And then, the, of uh, course, the graphic package, yeah. which is, uh, um, you know, we, uh, yeah, the graphic package, which is different for Raptor R than it would be, again, for the 37-inch package on or from a base 35-inch Raptor. But you can delete this, the and graphics? You can, and you can delete if, if you uh, both to. on the hood and on the uh, on the box side. And, Andre, honestly, we may have thrown a little Easter egg in that, in that uh, box side graphic that I'll leave to you to find. Okay. Well, I see a lot of eights. So the graphic, if, you, if you're just listening to us, uh, uh, the graphic on the bedside says Raptor with the R highlighted, uh, the second, uh, the, the last R highlighted. There are a lot of eights. And I see this pattern. Um, there's, a, there's a little V. I see a V8. I've, of course, that's not really important. You hit a... So I, I'm thinking that the structure of these shapes is significant this shape uh represents kind of the the how the mud uh dries and cracks in the desert so when you have a you know you have a, yeah. a, a puddle in the that's kind of that that's represents the breakup of that thing and then we we've populated it with eights uh -huh. right because there's eight cylinders on this truck yeah. and then we put the one v and so you I, did, I did find the you v. did find it so there it is oh very sweet which tells you you have a v8 because again, there's a lot of passion about this uh, about this engine totally. and this truck. Very very cool. Okay, so exhaust system is is a bit different, obviously. It's a bit different, more uh, a little closer to the to front the of the truck. Okay. Yeah, uh, from the from the rear, the the you know again tuning, uh, you know, is all still part. Uh, this tip looks different. Yeah, the pack that's a pack tip um, okay. that uh, that we use um, for uh, just again for tuning and to just get the the. Um, the, the sound that we want out of the the note the exhaust note that we want out of the out of the truck all right so then all, so the payload stays almost the same as a, like a 37 Four, v6 yeah, four, 1400 of uh pounds of payload just like the other configurations of raptor we did up the uh the towing to 8700 pounds on this configuration we're at 8200 pounds on the uh on the ecoboost yeah so that's pretty good because you know sometimes people want to bring a couple toys sure. with them. Um, here we can we can check out the shocks. We already talked about them a lot, but um, you said they're they're also slightly they look they appear different too. We we gave them an appearance different. We always kind of uh, try to do that as kind of shocks change uh, configure uh, as the configurations change within the Raptor lineup. We always try to differentiate them a little bit in terms of the appearance. But this again is the the start point is the shock that we have on the 37 inch EcoBoost uh, tire package, and then from there, right, it's retuned for kind of the what this is, you know, for for the for you know just the Raptor R. And the 37 spare 
right? So you still under the bed where we where right. we talked about a year ago, right? Because you yeah. worked you worked really hard. You oh, told yeah. me last time you were you guys worked really hard on that because you know how it fits within the frame rails, sure. right, and within the bumper, right? Um, I want to talk about some of the driving modes a little bit, sure, uh, because obviously even in, even in the current third gen Raptor, you have driver has controllability over the the exhaust sound, the shock. Uh, response right the steering and of course the driving modes which affect like the tuning right Correct. on the transmission all of those modes are are in, present in here. are present in raptor are uh -huh. again retuned because you know a lot of the inputs that come in um you know with a with a different engine a lot of the inputs that come into the mo to, to the drive modes from various different modules in the truck right have to be looked at again so again that's part of the process of going through the development and bringing this truck to production but yeah those those drive modes are all still present baja is still a very real thing on this truck and uh all retuned for uh you know just for the new configuration with the new engine and this uh, the exhaust still has the valves right and the exhaust still so, has the valves so you correct. can do quiet quieter mode those and... are all still all still very much like the uh uh the ecoboost raptor i gotcha i gotcha that that's quite cool because to me you know driving the um third gen raptor I like the configurability of it. And also, you know, you can do your own mode, Correct. right? You can define the combination. If you want the suspension a little bit softer, you yep. can do that. Yep. If you want the transmission more aggressive, you can combine them, right? Correct, and then that's kind of the new, this button right here, which you'll notice has that little R on there, yeah. is uh, the My Mode button, where it allows you to kind of configure your desired setting for all of the different a la carte, uh, uh, you know, uh, things you can configure. Configurability you can kind of put into one. That, that's really sweet. Um, so then people can order these now. Uh, starting now monday yes monday yes yeah uh this is well today is monday let's pretend okay. today is monday <laughs> okay <laughs> uh and and then uh we're, we're we're recording this a few days prior uh but um and do you, do you know how is this going to be done like uh, how many of these will you build will will ford uh build uh, are you going to talk about that i yeah i we're i don't talk numbers in terms of volumes andre i think that that's something that we typically uh you know keep in internal um i i do believe that you know this this configuration will be quite limited um so uh, you know as as this thing becomes available um it, it i would expect that it's an, at least initially going to be a difficult truck to acquire well yeah we're very very popular because people have been waiting for this people have been waiting for yes. it there's not going to be a ton of them um and so i, I would think that uh initially it's going to be a, a bit of a mad rush to see who gets those uh those first few but um my my hope is is that as kind of the things you know years go on years go on and things open up again and hopefully the 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 supply base settles down um, and you know we get some some stability because you know this is a whole global thing that's going on now and things kind of stabilize that you know we we make these a bit more available um, and they become you know something that's uh, you know attainable and the, the, the production starts in the fall of 22 correct yeah so yeah. the the production um is uh in in we're in the cadence of the launch now uh -huh. um and so they should be available later in late in q4 i would say in the dealer lots okay gotcha and the pricing um uh you announced 109,145 is price of the raptor r with 
destination charges. Correct. And uh, but if you wanted like a 37 V6, um, that's in the mid 80s, right? It's, it's in somewhere, the mid 80s. It's yep. somewhere in there. So, yep. so yeah, you, you have to pay to play when you have so much so much power under the hood. It, you do. I mean, in in the end, Andrea, it, you know price aside for a second yeah. right we you know what my my thing is is I, I work with a bunch of really passionate people within Ford performance that you know take it to heart when when customers tell us that hey there's something out there that we we really want and uh, we had a chance to do this um, and you know we started we, we were working on this uh, truck when we when you and I talked last year about the about the gen 3 right and I couldn't wait to have the conversation that <laughs> you couldn't we're having tell me today. Then. I yeah. couldn't tell you then, but I couldn't wait to tell you that there's a lot of really good people, a lot of really skilled engineers that put, put a lot of time into this truck and we're super, super proud of it. There is a question that we always get, you know, what is the zero to 60 times? What are the quarter mile times? Because it seems to be, you know, when you talk about engines, that's important. Um, do you guys publish that for the Raptor? We don't, um, you know, keep in mind that, you know, zero to 60 or quarter mile, those types of on-road metrics, right? We don't necessarily, um, you know, design to those. We don't design to, you know, f with those in mind. You know, Raptor has always been from the very beginning uh, about winning in the dirt. We have we understand what the customer wants to do with the truck. We understand where it's important to go fast. We understand where it's, you know, so that to us is always kind of top of mind is, is how can we get better off-road? How can we enable more off-road capability? That's what it's all about. That's why this truck, right, um, is standard with a 37, right? We just felt like if we were gonna come out with the biggest, baddest, um, you know, Raptor, then we wanted to do it with the biggest, baddest tire. We wanted it <laughs> yeah. to look the part. We wanted it to give you the ground clearance. We wanted to give you the running clearances so that when you went off-road, you could be fast off-road, right? Because that's where we want to win, right? If we were trying to tune this truck to do something on-road, right, we probably wouldn't have a really big tire. We probably wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. It, again, it just comes down to where do you want to win? The customers made it very clear that they that they want to they want to win they want to be fast in the in the desert you know they want to run fast in the desert and so that's what this truck is meant to do yes and that's why you kept the 17 inch wheel because you want that tire stay true right? to yeah. the the trophy truck configurations that all run on the 17 bidlock 17 bidlock capable you got yep. over 13 inches of ground clearance yep uh, so you have all those numbers so yep. yeah and uh, maybe I'll just I'll just test it for fun on the street. Yeah, <laughs> when we'll let you run the zero to 60 and let us know what you get. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Tony, I really appreciate you uh, spending the time. This is this is super. Uh, the Raptor R is here. People, you'll be able to get them soon in the, in the fall. And as always, go back to alltfl.com for everything automotive, one place, right there. Always a pleasure, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.